Hello, and welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. It's that time of the month when all we fill you with is sequel goodness of what we've been watching and doing and <laughs> saying for the last month. Don't laugh at this. This is my oh, this is staying in this. Dave. This is my intro. Couple of a couple of episodes ago, yeah, you nailed an intro. It was so good, <laughs> so professional, and this, oh mate, not as good. Uh, no, oh. no. Fill you with sequel goodness. Yeah, inject it into oh, their veins. I was going to go uh, yeah, with. Yeah, I mean that. That all sounds dodgy from every level. Um, <laughs> pump it into them. Like a custard tart, whatever it is. What's the donut? Unequal sequel coming in your ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you, Rich? I'm okay, buddy. We're in this we're in, in the second heat wave again at time of recording. Yeah. Um, time When everyone's listening to this, they're going to be like, what are you talking about? It's like raining. But yeah, at time of recording, we're, we're, we're hot. I think it's going to be the third hottest day of the year. Oh, really? Yeah. And that is probably the hot, hotter than it's been any other time. Yeah. So <laughs> glorious, glorious weather. I'm liking it. Uh, it's just a shame my sweat box of a, I'm going to call it a studio. Uh, it's not. It's a spare bedroom. Uh, it gets really hot when I have the door shut and the, the window shut. So if you see me start yeah. melting in front of your eyes, Rich, call someone. I'll, I'll be with you, mate. I'll be with you. I have a similar problem with my tiny little office in the garden, which uh, has yeah basically no insulation, so it gets very hot mm. and very cold. <laughs> and most podcasters know not to have a fan on when we're recording. I know. Have you got yours on today? I have got mine on. Yeah. You bastard! I haven't got mine, so I'm I jealous. I will die. <laughs> I put it. I put it as far away as I possibly can from the microphone. Oh, good. I can't so, hear it. So that's okay then. No. And I've got it on the lowest setting as well. Oh, good. Shall I tell the people what, what what we're doing today? Yeah, go for it. As today is the final Friday of the month, it is our normal monthly roundup of August. Woohoo! And in this episode, we talk about the news, the reviews, and sequels and releases and everything that's coming up and been. Mm. Basically, it's just a, a nice little chit-chat for me and Rich to catch up on what we've been doing. I mean, August has not been a busy month, sequel-wise. <laughs> so this might be short. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've watched one sequel more than I normally do, so... I mean, you've watched one? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Good, me too. <laughs> so we, we, we kicked off the month. Rich, do you remember what we done in the month? Uh, yes. We kicked off the month with Prey, didn't we? Yes. No, and we did our top uh, top five dream podcast guests. Oh, yeah, we did. I forgot that was this month. I thought it was last month. Yes, we did our top five dream podcast guests. I said top ten, really, because your five are my five. Yes. But, yeah. Um, and then we did Prey, the, the Predator film. And how we didn't squeeze in a Prey take that joke in that episode. Oh, Damn it. I'm still not quite sure. I listened to it back and I thought, we've missed a trick here. Oh, we have missed a trick there. Uh, and, the, <sighs> and then also, what have we done after that? We've done the Born Legacy, which oh. is a big old load of poop. <laughs> That's a weird sequel, isn't it? But, yeah. 10th anniversary. 10 years old, Born Legacy. Mm. Interesting I mean, that was to watch. Yeah. Pointless. And, <laughs> and, now, and now this. And now a monthly roundup. Yeah. Have you enjoyed them all? Uh, no. <laughs> Lovely. I've enjoyed recording them all, of course, but I didn't particularly enjoy watching Born Legacy. It's not yeah. my thing. We've actually uh, had a couple of people get in touch with, uh, touch with us and telling us oh, how much nice. they enjoyed Prey as well. So 
Jack Chamber Ward from the Sequelizers uh, told us that he enjoyed it and agreed with me and then got a bit upset with you because you said you wouldn't want a sequel to this, but I you know. would want a sequel to Venoms. Look, okay. Let There Be Carnage is not a great movie, admittedly. I enjoyed Venom, though, the first one. So a sequel could only go up, surely. You know, there's upward trajectory. Prey was brilliant, and so I can only sort of see a sequel being not as good. You know, just because the first movie's great doesn't mean the sequel will be great. And just because the, fir- the pre- previous movie is not so great doesn't mean the sequel won't be great. I think we can agree with everyone that we can just hear you digging a bigger <laughs> hole for yourself. Uh, so he, he wrote, I def- I'm definitely closer to Dave in some of the references were a bit cheesy, but I still loved it. So he agreed with me, which is always nice. And he's wow. happy that we both liked it. Uh, who else got in contact? Alex Elliott's great episode. Thank you, Alex. I loved it too as the second second best Predator film. So again, he's agreeing with me. A lot of this is agreeing with me. FYI, Predator 2 was set in the future at the time of release, Dave. Yes. Uh, even though 1997 hasn't passed now. Yet what I meant, Alex, and everyone else, is that I'm, I want like off-world humans and flying cars and stuff. But I also did forget that Predator 2 was set in the future at the point. Mm. Right. And then I was like, didn't feel very future Well, it wasn't that far in the future, was it? It's 10 years, ten something years like that. 10 years in the future, yeah. And then also, Harley Mumford, brilliant from Fundamentals Podcast. Absolutely love this movie. A really straightforward and entertaining use of a great premise. A worthy follow-up to the original, for sure. And I agree with you guys that I wish I had the chance to see it on the big screen. Mm, I think there's going to be a lot of people saying that. Yeah, yeah. It should have been on the big screen. And I really wonder. You never know. Prince Charles Theatre or something like that yeah, might put maybe, it on. maybe. There have been screenings of it, and you know, before release, and the press screening was yeah. like we said was uh, on screen, gutted. Mm. Um, anyway, but that was that's all we've got. Uh, thank you for everyone that got in contact. Thank you for if you're still sending stuff and we hadn't written it out, that's because we're pre-recording this like pros. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, next thing I want to talk about is sequel news. Oh. Sequel news. So there's kind of bits and bobs of sequel news around today. So the first bit of uh, sequel news is that the uh, Glass Onion and Knives Out mystery is to close the BFI London Film Festival. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Sequel closing the London Film Festival. Mm. Shall we apply to be, uh, you know, press there? Yes, a (laughs) hundred percent. Let's get our credentials. Oh, I don't think it's happened. I think it's all, that's all done, though, isn't it? I think no, you can still it. apply, but no. I've done it a few times here at London Film Festival being pressed. And, Rich, I don't think we're built for it anymore. Oh, really? The press screens are early. You get there nice and early. Oh. Uh, plus, not living in London is a slight problem now. Yeah, that's true. But it would be nice, though, wouldn't it? It is fun, and you do get to go into the nice cinemas. Oh, okay. Like, uh, at early o'clock. Hmm. But sometimes you have to start queuing at, like... Half past six in the morning. Okay, let's not do that. <laughs> Especially for the bigger films. But then you get in there and then you, there's always seats. I don't know, it's 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 kind of half the fun as the queuing, to be honest. Mm, okay. But bet Mark Kermode doesn't have to queue, does he? I bet he doesn't. I've never seen him there. Uh, also, I think this is the only sequel, so it'd be a big oh, waste right, of money okay. for us. It would be, yeah. It'd be nice to see it, though. Yeah, Yeah. so if someone wants to invite us to the actual Yeah, yeah, uh, we'd just like to go to the, the screening of, the, of uh, Knives Out 2. Knives Out. Yeah, we don't really yeah. want to go to the rest. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I do. It's fun. I do quite want to go to the rest just because I've never been before. But it is fun because you can squeeze about five in a day films. Oh, okay, but by the end of the two weeks, 
you're shattered. Yes. Um, yeah. And you've seen a lot of t- great films, but you, you've also seen a lot of rubbish. Mm, okay. It's a lot of fun, but it's hard work. Uh, next bit of news, won't surprise you, is that there's been more news about Joker. Joker sequel has now got a date oh, i believe okay. uh it is now going to hit cinemas in autumn 2024 that's yeah, yeah october the 4th all oh, right okay that's very specific <laughs> well yeah that's gonna change isn't it <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's five years after the original also confirmed now lady gaga as Har- uh, harley quinn she's now in it for lady a role what do you think of that casting <laughs> I think everyone, Rich doesn't, and I are not fans of the original. No, no, I'm not a fan of the original. I don't understand where this one's going to go. I think it's actually going to be a, a musical. Okay. <laughs> Which makes me a little bit more interested. I, I, I think we've talked about this a couple of times already with some other people, but at least they're going to try something different with it. True. That is not, that's, it's good to know they're doing something different because, well, I mean, Joker was basically a rip-off of two other very good movies. Uh, I'm just wondering if maybe turning this into a musical, it's going to rip off some really good musicals. Oh, probably, like <laughs> Dancing in the Rain and stuff. Well, I definitely see the Joker and Harley Dancing in the Rain. rain. Sing- <laughs> it's morning. It's really early. Dancing in the Rain is the sequel, right? Singing in the Rain? If not, it should do. Dream sequel. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I can't see it. Lady, I, I, Lady Gaga was good in A Star Is Born, so who knows? She could be really good. Have you seen um, House of uh, of Gucci? No, I have not seen House of Gucci. You've got to watch House of Gucci just okay. for the accents. All right. Okay. I've heard. I've heard mixed things. Some people really loving it, and some people really hating on it. I would say I'm more leaning towards the hating on it. It's <laughs> everyone's accents are just crazy. Yeah, it's Jared Leto, isn't it? As yeah, a, he's he really goes not for it. My favorite at all. Al Pacino so. has this dodgy accent. Basically, it should have been a TV series. And okay, they, they've dragged it over a film. Back to the Joker. Zaza's Beats is in talks to return. You know, for that character that I can't really remember what she did. The the love yeah, the, in, the, the, the love interest. Yeah. Neighbor. I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I can't get excited about it. I'm sorry. I'm really trying to get you excited about it. Yeah, ain't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. 2024. Woo! Can't wait for Todd Phillips. Yeah. Joker sequel that won't be connected to anything else. Maybe they'll start connecting it to the DC universe. Well, maybe. This is what's going to link on to my next story. Because I think we can talk about it. And we had a little chat about it in the pub garden the other day. Hmm. Is the news that Batgirl uh, has been completely cancelled. Yeah. They, but they've made it. Yeah. It's done. It, yeah. It's ready to go. Yeah. What the fudge? Apparently <laughs> the testing scores were too low. But then there are rumours that it has got tested the same as the Rocks film, the Black Adam. Right. So, and normally that's normally about right for testing films, and they're just writing it off as like a, a tax. I don't thing. get it. I don't get it. And and we were I... we were going to talk about this because it has Michael Keaton returning as the original Batman, so yeah. it, it falls into our rules and laws of covering sequels because it has a returning character mm. to to a film. And I think even if the film is not great and Warner Brothers, if you're listening, most of your films aren't. 
I mean, there's a low bar for DCU movies. It, it right? was it was going straight on HBO Max in America, right. so it, it was given a, a a smaller budget than say Aquaman or. So then why bin it? I don't understand. Because they can. Because there's just been a merger between Warner Brothers and Discovery. So now they're yeah. Warner Brothers Discovery. So they've mm. got this very short period where they can write some certain things off for tax reasons. So they're looking at the the, the projects are being made at the moment. Um, and if you're cancelling this one, what's going to happen to the Ezra Miller flash film where he's just, I think he's been arrested again yeah, uh, for home invasion. He's been part, rumours he's part of a cult. Oh, who knows what's true and not, but, you know, there's no smoke without fire and all that. Or no fire without smoke. One of those two rounds. Yeah, no smoke without fire, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So there, there are rumours yesterday that they got three options of that film. Either he comes out and does an apology and basically gets into rehab and tries to sort some out. Uh, they put it out, but he has nothing to do with promoting the film and he's no longer the Flash afterwards. Or three, they could scrap a $200 million film. <sighs> ah, I mean... Who knows? Who knows? They'll do the thing that will make it the most money, won't they? That's what it Well, you be. would think... I think putting out a Batgirl film would make more money than scrapping it. Because if they're putting it on, out on HBO, then people pay their subscriptions already, though, don't they? It's not going to... But if they, if they changed their mind and said, let's put it out in cinemas, I still think it would make over $100 million. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it would. I'm pretty sure all the... Pretty much the worst superhero films make over a hundred million dollars hmm. plus when you've got michael keaton returning yeah i don't i just don't understand it just doesn't make any sense there's a lot going on at warner brothers at the moment but from what i understand they're just saying they're going to restart again another they've got another 10-year plan about the future of the dc oh, universe for God's and sake. Characters. Just, maybe just let it go ban affleck was reportedly now in aquaman 2 because there was a scene what was batman yes so it was what <laughs> Because they're replacing a scene that was had Michael Keaton in uh, in Aquaman two, because Aquaman two was originally meant to come on out after the Flash, but now that's not happening. Aquaman two is coming out before the Flash or something like this. So at this point, Rich, we might not get to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. Warner Brothers and DC, you are absolutely twisting my melon. Like, <laughs> I've, I've... What is going on over there? What What would you do? What would your game plan be? Would you scrap a, it? I'm just a simple. That's a lot soul. of people's work, isn't it? That they yeah. It's a one for the for Batgirl, for example. I feel incredibly like incredibly sorry for the the people on there who maybe maybe it's your first movie. Maybe this is your breakout. Maybe this is your big thing. Like Leslie Grace, the the Latino actress that has yeah. massive in in the community. They've just what does that say? That they're just canned. Absolutely. And the directors, like, they didn't even tell the directors pretty much beforehand. I think maybe it was a few hours. That sorry guys, and then we're putting a release out. And these are the guys that have just recently done some Miss Marvel episodes. They did Bad Boys Three, which is not a terrible sequel. No, well, it's not great either. <laughs> but it's got a future. Like they, these are good directors. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Like, I genuinely don't understand. Even if you don't think it's the best movie ever, you put out Wonder Woman 1984, like, and that's trash. They put out <laughs> the Suicide Squad, like the David Ayer yeah. version, after they tore it to pieces. Justice League. That, that oh, version of Justice God. League they put out. Well, both versions of Justice League. Hey, fair, the, like. hey, the other version's okay. The Schneider cut? Yeah. Yes. 
it's far too long and it's mostly in slow-mo yes it is 100 <laughs> percent. in a few years we'll go back to that and have go a deep dive <laughs> oh god yeah. i don't want to do that again <laughs> <laughs> but i just it's a lot to take in and i know they're trying to go down the marvel route Marvel, their, the their phase you, one was over like 10 years, wasn't it? Yeah, the build up you've got to, to put the work in. You've got to put the effort in. You can't just go, oh, well, we want to, we're going to be Marvel, and now we're Marvel. The Marvel weren't Marvel in, t- in 10 minutes. They made mistakes first. You've got to put the work in, but you've got to also respect what you've done before. That's the problem with, with the, the DCEU. You've got to respect the audience as well. Yeah, the DCEU is that they've started again so many times. They've gone, and then we've got it wrong. This is all rubbish. We're starting again. It's ru- it's rubbish. You didn't build anything. You didn't put it together. Mm. Your first, the first DCEU Batman movie was Batman versus Superman, and in that you reference things that have happened before, like your dead Robin, for example. Mm. Where the hell is all that? If you're going to start it properly. I know people are sick of superhero origin stories, but if you want to start something, you've kind of got to start at the start. Like, you can't start halfway through. Not with Batman. You know, with someone like, you know, Ms. Marvel or, you know, I don't know that's Marvel. With some someone like in Batgirl, for example, you don't necessarily have to do an or- origin story for Batgirl. You can start wherever you want to start. Yeah. You know, but... Batman's too big for you to not to. But is it now that the the, the the DCU isn't it too convoluted of where we are? It's far too convoluted. It's we've ridiculous. now got we got two Wonder Womans. We're about to have two Aquamans. We haven't even had a a Flash film. What we've been promising the the Cyborg film that was meant to happen is no longer happening. I'm so lost. Well, who we are on Batman because we've got the yeah. Robert Pattinson universe. We've got this other Joker universe. This is the other the other problem, isn't it? Is they keep let they keep doing these. That not in universe movies but those ones are the better I, films yeah well they are the better films but you wouldn't see marvel doing that would you marvel don't release release not in in mcu they, movies these uh, uh, warners are now trying to find that kevin feige so fingers Should've crossed done that. at the beginning like, well they <laughs> thought they did with Zack snyder the thing is kevin feige also kevin feige wasn't kevin feige overnight was he Kevin Feige was a producer on Spider- Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. And that was a big load of toilet. You know, like, he it's taken a long that. time to get there. Uh, just, just, if you're going to do something, do it properly and have a plan. You know? Maybe they will now, but I don't think cancelling Batgirl is now. the start of... Can- cancelling movies when they're made is not the way to go. Mental. I think we've covered our feelings there. Would you <laughs> Would you have gone and seen a Batgirl film? I think yeah, I would. I would. I would. Well, I definitely would because we would have covered it on the podcast. Yes, that's true. So, but if we weren't po- covering it on the podcast, yeah, I probably would. Probably would have. Well, I mean, not gone to see it because it's not. It was on streaming, isn't it? But yeah, I would have watched it definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you for your, your views, Rich. I feel like you got pepped up a little bit, and I enjoyed it. Oh, uh, just yeah. It does annoy me somewhat. <laughs> Warner Brothers. Yeah, just Warner Brothers in general annoy me. Yeah, I think like it. I know they're all corporate money making machines, all the studios. But yeah, yeah. Warner's feel more corporate than everyone else. Uh, I don't know. Disney are quite corporate-y, but they seem to have a game plan. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Disney at least feels like they want to give you something 
that's that, yes they're very corporate but they want to give you something that makes sense whereas dc they're just like we'll just throw everything at it and make all the money and then oh look there's an opportunity for us to make some more money by canning a product before anyone gets to see it let's take the money the money's all that matters the money you know oh well <laughs> brilliant and on that note we should leave that <laughs> yeah because i like your impression i could just just rant about this all day <laughs> just let him loose uh, let's talk about sequels we've seen so let's hit the the jingle for that please sequels we've seen Woo. okay cool have you seen any sequels this year week month this year i've uh, seen a few this year this month uh, this month uh, other than ones we, we've we're talking about in episodes uh the only sequel that i have seen this this month is Die Hard 2. Why? Why did you watch that? It was on telly. Me and my wife sat down. There was nothing on telly. We were like, oh, Die Hard 2 started in a minute. And my, my wife had never seen it before. Whoa, really? Yeah. How yeah. did you explain to it? Because normally I have to give a quick synopsis to my wife about films I just before. said it's Die Hard in an airport. There you go. <laughs> That's all it is. Did she say, is it set at Christmas? And you're like, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is set at Christmas. We watched it in, in you know, July, August. Yeah, August. Hottest week ever. Um... <laughs> What did she think? What did you think? Is it still? Because I watch uh, yeah. you. I pretty much watch it once a year. I think Die Hard too. I I haven't watched it for a long time. Actually, um, I watch Die Hard every Christmas, and I haven't watched Die Hard two for ages. Oh, um, but I really like. I really like it. I still really like it. It's still it's still fun. It's Die Hard in an airport. You know, it's not it's not as good as Die Hard, and it's not as good as Die Hard with a Vengeance, but it's still good. Is it as good as four and five? And we've recently uh... watched four. Five, it's yes. Than five. Yeah, it's definitely well, better than five. A video of me Probably. shitting, having diarrhea is better than five. <laughs> <laughs> not going to be released. Yeah, that's not that's not making it to cinemas. Yeah, it? yeah, no, <laughs> cancelled. Um, I think it's probably on a par with four. Yeah, it's good fun. I mean, yeah, Bruce it's... Willis really commits to Die Hard too. Yeah, it does. And it, it feels and looks like a Die Hard film. Mm. Uh, it's got a lot of callbacks from the first one it's still got his wife Holly Gennaro I like how she's on a plane with the uh, the snivelling yeah. reporters up there with her <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> and how the uh, like he's the, the, he's horrible to the, the uh, to the cabin crew and they're like nice to her instead yeah they like, punch him in the face yeah it's a good film it's a good film Die Hard 2 sometimes I think people kind of forget about it mm. some people say it's better than the first one it's not <laughs> those people are wrong <laughs> but it, it's it's still good it is definitely good, uh, it's good. It. and the end's quite good on the plane fight on the the tip of the wing yeah and stuff and quite violent when the guy falls through the engine yes and there's some yes. good snowmobile action and there good is, yeah. there's good some good gunfights but is this is the one that nick helm was it nick helm ruined for every us because he says that the two packages that the two guys pass to each other <laughs> yeah. indiscreetly the, the, the Christmas present indiscreet, are, wrapped yeah. as, are wrapped up mm. as Christmas presents. So they yeah. could have just handed it to each other like they were giving each yeah, other yeah. Christmas presents. And it wouldn't be suspicious. And it wouldn't have been suspicious. <laughs> there wouldn't have been a Die Hard 2. They had to kick it across the floor or whatever mm. while not looking at each other. And that caught John McClane's eye. Yeah, yeah. Great point, yep. though. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. What about you? Seen any sequels? Yes, I've seen a new one. Oh, hello. I know, this is rare for me. I watched, I got the seven-day pass of Paramount Plus. 
Okay. Overall, not worth it yet, unless you're a massive Star Trek fan or a Transformers fan. They're all on their rich. Mm. But I watched uh, <laughs> Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Okay. Now, that's the sequel to Beavis and Butthead, obviously, to America. To America, yeah. And the TV series. And Beavis and Butthead hasn't been on TV, what, since 2000? The 90s? <laughs> yeah, a long time. Yeah. If you liked that film, the TV series, you're going to like this, 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 this series. But for me, it's also, it was too long. <laughs> fair enough fair enough. Too long for you, though, but Dave. you know the, <laughs> it, it is funny there was some stuff I was laughing about most of it's it, they think they're going to have sex with an astronaut basically that the way the people talk is the joke when they, someone says do it they think obviously mm. lose their virginity kind of thing and that's the whole the whole joke is pretty much on that that's just beefs and head all over isn't it really? yeah and it is funny when they start kicking each other in the nuts and stuff like that is, is it as good as the first one I don't think so um, it hasn't got, you know, roller coaster. <laughs> That's all I can remember from the first one. Yeah, the Red Hot Chili Peppers song. <laughs> yeah. I was disappointed, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers didn't do a song for this one. But it was kind of nice to watch Beavis and Butthead again. I don't know what I would give it as a rating. I did enjoy it, but that's because it was quite silly, funny mm. kind of thing. The animation's kind of the same. Yeah, it was good. I can't really remember the storyline. Basically, there's time travel in there and they go through the universe, obviously, they end up in space on an astronaut thing because they do a thing brilliantly, but they don't realise they're doing it. And that's it. That's my review. Good day. Eh? Okay. Yeah. You've inspired me to go and but, get Paramount. No, you haven't. No, no. I would wait. But yeah, Paramount Plus, it's 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 weird that all these companies are doing all these different uh, platforms because you can't yeah. have them all, can you? No. And there's what ass was on there. They got the Halo TV series. Mm. I never played Halo, but it, I watched the first ten minutes and it looks nice. Yeah, it's not enough to make me want to sign up to it. I have to all say. the Star Treks there though, all the yeah, New Worlds, the Discovery, Star Trek, really. all the films, yeah. the good and the bad. I did like Discovery, but yeah, it's not. It's again, it's not enough to make me want to sign up to Paramount Plus. I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, I've got enough, yeah, there's enough going on on Apple TV for me to not worry about anything else for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But any other sequels? No. No. Well, oh, lots. I'd... Clearly lots of sequels, but yeah, no, yeah. I can talk I about did watch Spider-Man No Way Home again. Oh, okay. I still think it's brilliant. I still think for a film that has that much going on and that much that could go wrong, it still lands the plane kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, a remarkable piece of, you know, storytelling. I, again, it's not a perfect film, but for what I don't think it could have been any better because it, it's uh, spinning a lot of plates. Yeah, and, Will, yeah. and William Defoe as the Green Goblin is still an absolute highlight great. of that movie. Yeah. Like the way he can flick, it's great. And obviously Andrew Garfield doing his thing, still Definitely. love it. Yeah. Um, but I did see other films, so we should go on to new movies. Yeah, I've watched some other films. Um... New ones or? Well, I've watched one new one and one old one. Let's have the new one first and I'll do my the one. new one. I watched Luck, talking of Apple TV. Ah, the animated feature. Yeah. <sighs> the uh, the Pixar, it's not Pixar. Um, well, it's John Lasseter, isn't it? Uh, yeah, who is. Mm, yeah. Wasn't not, quite. Not a great wasn't person. completely cancelled, but got asked to leave Pixar and then yeah. Apple. Whatever the animation no, studio, I think it's well, yeah, it's, it's is it Skydance or something? That's like it, that, or, Skydance, yeah. yes. 
they picked him up and he's yeah made this and it's yeah it's it's very pixar-y is it it's, okay. it is yeah um but i would probably say it's a bit i don't know it's not it just doesn't quite hit the feels you know of a, you know a really good pixar movie gets you in the feels yeah if i'm not crying by an end of a t- pixar film anymore then i'm not yeah, quite sure you ain't, you ain't gonna be crying in this one. Oh, okay TV. It's fun. My son loved it. He made me he made me put it on again. Like so, he's he watched it. He watched we watched it, and then he wanted to watch it the next day as well. Um, so he enjoyed it. It's Simon um, Pegg as the cat, right? Yeah, with a Scottish a accent. Of, yeah, dodgy Scottish accent. But then it's explained in the film. Okay. So you know, it is it is part of the story that his accent isn't great. Um, so yeah, can't go hating on it for that. But yeah, it's just a bit. It's it's nice. It looks good. It's just not quite there, and yeah. yeah. The story: the girls get gets trapped in luck world or something. Am I completely okay, right? so essentially, it's the story of a girl who is very unlucky. Well, I can relate to that. She's yeah. Grown up in an orphanage. And Can't relate to that. She's turned eighteen and is basically like kicked out and on her own kind of thing, um, and then she. See, gives a black cat a bit of a panini, and when the black cat walks away, there's a lucky penny, and she picks the lucky penny up, and she realizes realizes a lucky penny because she starts having really good luck, and she decides she's going to give it to one of the girls at the orphanage who has got the prospects of being adopted, so she wants to give her the lucky penny so she gets adopted. Um, and then the cat returns up because it turns out that he, that he the cat can talk. And he's a special lucky cat, and he needs the lucky penny to get back to the land of luck. But she in- inadvertently drops it down the toilet. Um, oh. And then hilarity ensues as they get to the land of luck and attempt to then find another penny. Uh, yeah. And then you also find out there's a, a bad luck world and a good luck world. And yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I'm going to watch it. I like animated films. I'm a bit it's, of a worth a, it's worth a go. It's worth a watch. It's not going to offend anybody. Uh, it's just... You know, just needs that. It's just missing that little bit of extra. Okay, and it's on Apple TV at the moment, is it? Apple Plus, whatever we're calling it. it. Uh, yeah, whatever it's called, I don't know. Apple TV Plus. What, and what yeah, what was the old uh, film you watched that you want to talk about? Oh, um, I watched Ad Astra, which I've been meaning to watch for a oh, long time. Oh yes, Sad Astra. The, uh, the yeah, Brad Pitt being grump like a bit. Oh, I saw this in, in, in the cinema, and I was bitterly disappointed so let's what did you think i wouldn't say it's the best movie I've is ever it seen what you expected life? going in or do you think it was marketed wrong i don't know if you've seen any trailers um, and stuff but what were you expecting going into this film i kind of wasn't because i knew i knew about it when it was in cinemas and i didn't i didn't get get to watch it um and i've always been meaning to come kind of come back and and give it a try oh it's beautiful some um, of it's I, I figured it was yeah yeah some of it is really beautiful but it's it kind of does fall into that a bit too serious space mm. movie it's like apocalypse you know, now in like, space kind of that kind of tone yeah. and the way it tells the story with the voiceovers and and it's built into that mm. point at the end when he has to do something yeah and then, but then at the end it's not actually very dramatic <laughs> the whole film's not you know what is dramatic the scary monkeys yes the scary monkeys are dramatic the baboons that eat yeah, your face yeah. 
that, that's, that's, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty bad. I remember sitting in, um, what's it called, Ad Astra. I always call it Sad Astra because it's mm. so... It is pretty sad. sad and it's, it's, it's quite dull. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, it, the, I came out a bit disappointed because I think the trailers make it look a little bit different, a little bit more actiony. They rely heavily on that uh, moon chase when there's gunfalls and the, the exciting bit at the beginning mm. when he's falling to, to Earth. But in between that and that, there's a lot of just mm, him looking sad yeah. and talking to people at different points of the journey. Um, hmm. yeah I mean it's not something I'm desperately keen to watch I don't again. think I'll ever watch it again um, <laughs> but if you like a lot of Brad Pitt pouting and being sad in space he's so sad I don't think he's bad in that film I don't think anyone's bad in that film no it's not badly made or badly acted or anything it's just a bit mm. depressing it's not <laughs> and, I, and this, I know there are I'm going to say an enjoyable ride because I've watched really mm. depressing films and weirdly I've enjoyed it kind of if that makes sense yeah I yeah. I wouldn't put Ad Astra into that I would put it more as let's just try and get through this together mm. and see yeah, what happens at the fair. end and uh, it could sound like you now bit too long it is a bit too long <laughs> yeah a bit too long oh Rich I'm glad you said that so what about you what movies have you been watching this month okay I went I've seen two new films I went to the oh, cinema okay. to a film uh, talking about Brad Pitt mm. uh, Bullet Train uh, yeah I've I've not heard amazing I've, I've basically heard all the good stuff's in the trailer which is yeah that is tr- very true it even gives away the ending <laughs> the, it, uh, the trailer uh, so if you want to know something about Bullet Train don't watch the trailer because it ruins it and it it's a it's a weird film it's di- directed by David Leach, who I think did um, Deadpool 2 and some other stuff. Okay. And it, it's very much... I'm going to sound like Mark Mode because I listened to his review the other day and he absolutely nailed it. But then he didn't like it and I enjoyed it. It's very much a Guy Ritchie kind of film. Okay. Because uh, it's kind of this, you know, there's this one story, little stories put around it. And then you've got these Cockney geezers in the middle of it, um, Aaron Taylor-Johnson and Brian Terry Henry are like partners and one they're called tangerine and lemon and they're like, lemon where did you put the briefcase kind of thing <laughs> okay okay but and it but it is i really enjoyed it it's dumb it's very dumb i think it's you do like a big dumb movie i can talk about a big dumb movie in a minute if you want uh <laughs> but i really enjoyed it um it's predictable in places some bits not so predictable the cast i think is brilliant like there's people that pop up and you're like fucking hell where'd you come from it's got cameos that you're either gonna love or hate okay it's interesting uh, depending your feelings towards people uh but for it's a it is slightly too long rich but yeah. Yeah. i had a i had a whale of a time in the cinema watching it it's very funny i thought um some of the CGI is uh, dodgy. Also, someone pointed out the other day that made a good point. It's not just called a bullet train because they're on a bullet train. It's because there's lots of bullets on a train. And I was like, oh, yeah, I am a dumb motherfucker. That does make sense. <laughs> I, I figured there was a double meaning. Yeah. yeah. So it's basically, you know how Guy Ritchie films, once they introduce a character and then there's some right on the word, like Turkish, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It's lots of that. Right, um, okay. It's fun. Like, a, like a, a video game kind of thing. 
Like, a little bit. I, I found myself listening to the soundtrack the other day, so that's never a, a bad thing. Mm. Uh, I would quite happily, when it comes out on VOD streaming services, I would 100% yeah, watch it I, straight away. I don't think I'm going to go to the cinema and watch it, but I will watch it when it comes out on streaming. Do you know what? If you need to be entertained for a couple of hours, I can't think of anything better to watch it was okay. it was really i sat there went by myself you know one of my favorite pastimes is sitting in a, mm-hmm. a pretty much an empty cinema by myself and watch it yep loved that uh just, just it That's was great the best. going to the cinema completely just you on your own <laughs> long as no nutter comes and sits either next to you behind you mm. or in front of you and there's so many empty seats around yeah yeah you can have a whale, whale of a time. It's so I keep saying that statement today. Whale of a time. It's great. <laughs> I think if I won, if I won enough money on the lottery that I didn't have to work anymore, then I would just hire out cinemas for myself. Yeah, like just go and watch movies on my own in the cinema. But yeah. wouldn't you feel bad at the end when the cleaners come in? No, and they just look at you. <laughs> oh yeah, they'd have, a lovely, they'd have a lovely time because I wouldn't. I'm really nice in cinemas. Yeah. I take my rubbish out with me as well I'm not at the a end. massive popcorn fan, so I wouldn't be like spreading popcorn everywhere. Well, I don't throw and, it around the floor yeah. that some people seem to do. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's really yeah, not on. Sometimes I look back after the the minion screening I went to. It looked like there'd been like a hurricane in that cinema. <laughs> That's kids, though. It's different. Yeah, but it wasn't kids. It was like nine o'clock on a Friday night. It was adults. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Well, in that case, bad people. Bad people. <laughs> uh, but Bullet Train, I would recommend it. Weirdly. Uh, and it kind of if you if you enjoy what you see in the trailer mm. that's what the film is it's one of those you know I was talking about Sad Astra Ad yeah, Astra yeah. being not re- a true representation of what the film is Bullet Train <laughs> is exactly what the trailer is okay I'm so I love the fact that you still call it you just call it Sad Astra naturally <laughs> uh, um, cool okay s- second new film yeah uh, Amazon Prime Ron oh, Howard, Thirteen Lives. Oh, not even heard of it. My God, it's about the in Thailand, the football team that gets stuck in the caves. Oh, I have heard about it. Yeah, it is incredible. Really, okay. Ron Howard doing a survival film with the word thirteen in it because <laughs> he did Apollo thirteen. <laughs> we started this last night. After okay, quickly. I watched Moonfall again. There's my big dumb film. Okay, you do love a big dumb movie, yeah. Still love that film. There's a point when it, you think it can't get any crazier and someone says, this is ludicrous mode, and then it, the film literally turns into ludicrous mode. It is absolutely batshit crazy, that is film. Is ludicrous in it? No, sadly <laughs> not. That's, it, it's like a Tesla <laughs> reference because one of the guys really yeah, likes... Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. his name? Elon Musk. Um, Moonfall... You cannot get any dumber and stupider, but it's so much fun, I think. It, it's ridiculous. <laughs> You've I'm got to, to watch, watch it. it. Uh, yeah, I have to watch it. I did say when it came out on streaming, I would watch it. So. The plot is absolutely fucking mental. Um, and I, we, me and my wife are in the cinema, and there's halfway through it, we both turned to each other and were like, is it wrong that we're really enjoying this? <laughs> And I got really excited the other day when I found out it was dropping on Prime. So we made a date on like Friday night. Okay, we're going to watch Moonfall. Uh, and we both really enjoyed it still. It's still a, an absolutely crack-crazy joyride of 
Oh, just, I, you have to watch it to believe it, to be honest. I think it might be Roland Emmerich's most bizarre mental film, and he does all the big, yeah, you right, know, yeah, 2012. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, king of the disaster movie. Yeah, so after that, double bill. That finished, what, half ten? I was like, oh, let's just put 13 lives on, because it was hot last night, we couldn't sleep, kind of mm. thing. It was too hot to even go anywhere. Uh, and we're like, oh, we might start it today and finish the next day. We fin- It's two and a half hours long, Rich. Well, that's that's too long for you. It's not. Oh, okay. When a film is told this well and grips you that much and everything evolves around the story and has a a, a, a purpose and it, it's brilliant. Uh, it's got, it's going to surprise the people I tell you is in it. Uh, Colin Farrell's in it. Uh, Viggo Morrison's in it. Uh, Joel Egerton turns up at some point. Oh, okay. Lots of Thai actors, and it feels so authentic. At one point, I was like, "Oh, look at the undercurrents in the uh, in the cave," and then I realised that's probably not a real cave, and that's just a part of a studio, and that's not real actors. Um, but there's parts. This story is not too long ago, and you, you think you knew how they got the kids out, kind mm. of thing. I didn't have a clue of what they actually did, and I won't ruin it. Uh, and what okay. the, the, these British divers did, and uh, it's incredible. It's an incredible piece of film. It's so, it feels so authentic. Uh, Ron Howard is an, an absolute G. He's like, it's incredible. It's mm. basically it's about getting the, the kids out of the cave with the British divers and uh, uh, in Thailand. You have to see it. Okay, I will watch it. Sounds good. again. Again, you know we're talking. It. <laughs> yeah, we were talking the other day that we couldn't see Prey. I think 13 Lives was given a short cinema release. Okay. And I'm a little bit disappointed that I didn't get to go and see it while it was out. I didn't know. It was, I, I, like I say, I didn't know anything about it. Exactly. Again, but I did see a little a little bit from, like, when you first go on Amazon, it gives you a little, like... I knew about it because I listened to a Ron Howard interview on Komodo Mayo's take, okay. whatever they call it now. Um it's a brilliant it's a brilliant film i can't I, I still think about this morning i thought, I thought it was amazing watched it all two and a half hours perfect timing <laughs> perfect use of showing what you could do with the time that you have and not overstretch or make a film boring i'd be interested to see what other people think about it, actually because i thought okay. it was i thought it was incredible i'll watch it and i'll let you know what i thought about it uh one last film i rewatched feed oh nice okay still holds up still an absolute corker of a film that it's just fun 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 and Keanu Reeves especially because we've watched the the sequel yeah, not too say, long I ago I think that's the biggest fall <laughs> from it from is, first movie it to is massive ever <laughs> Keanu Reeves is such like a proper film star in that film as well yeah. you can say it was like oh my god this guy's going to be absolutely incredible and him and Sandra Bullock's chemistry is electric and then you get to the sequel and you have Sandra Bullock and you know Neil Patrick Allen whatever his name is um, <laughs> I can't even <laughs> Jason Patrick. I was, I was close. <laughs> Neil Patrick Allen. <laughs> you might as well put uh, Sandra Bullock with, like, with an aubergine or something, or a cucumber <laughs> sitting next to it, and had as much chemistry as those two. But speed's good. It is ridiculous, especially when we have to do the jump a bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course it's ridiculous. It's an action movie, but you know. And you forget how it takes quite a long time to get on the bus. It's like. 30, 40 minutes until the bus mm. leaves the bus terminal. Yeah. And I, I didn't really remember that. I thought, it, you know, it starts bang straight away. It's also got the most ridiculous introduction of uh, of Keanu Reeves I've ever seen, which is their their police car 
doing a massive jump over a, like a, a hill. I was like, that's an introduction. <laughs> oh no, I was about to say, I was about to ruin something else that we have watched, but I won't. But that's okay. it. Yeah. Good. Cool. Good month for films. Good I really month. enjoyed this. Yeah, yeah. Good month. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Okay. So what what's next? TV. TV club. Woohoo. <laughs> Lovely. What have you watched? Um again again, not loads. It feels like that, you know, when it's sunny outside, tend to, you know, movie and TV watching seems to like drop a little, but um uh I've I've finished um season three for all mankind. So and I hear it's good, I've heard it's oh, good. It's so good, it's so good. And they always end the season on a on a like a, a the cliffhanger that makes you want to come back. So give me the... We never really discussed the plot. Is it what if the Russians landed on the moon first or something like that? Sort of, sort of. Um, so, yeah, the, essentially the Russians land on the moon first. They they um, they beat, like, Apollo 11 by, like, a day. Um, it's more sort of what if the space race never ended, essentially. Oh, okay, cool. And, um, and yeah, so, like, we're into... It's, it's, this last series was in the 90s. And oh. by this point, we're the humans are on Mars. You know, humans oh. have made it to Mars essentially. And the next, uh, the end. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Yeah, but the, the next series is going to be in the naughty in the two thousands. The naughty. Okay. And is this going to be the last series? I did hear a rumor that. I don't know. I don't know. It's probably a good way to end it because it's going to they're going to end up overtaking reality yeah. soon. Um, but yeah, it's it's so gripping. It I've really heard it's the best like, show that no one's watching. I don't understand why no one's watching it. It's Do you so think it's because good. it's on Apple Plus and that's slowly maybe, growing and getting better? Maybe. I mean, the the Apple Plus model is sort of the opposite to Netflix, isn't it? Netflix is like, we will get as much stuff as possible out there. And Apple is like, we will get a few things and they will be brilliant. Yeah. So like Blackbirds was was brilliant and 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 this is and for all mankind is brilliant i've not watched severance yet but i've heard that's also brilliant. ted lasso is good ted lasso is incredible the, the prehistoric dinosaur show that oh, they've only seen one episode my he's, son's kind of gone off dinosaurs he's, oh my god is it put him he'll get back on it it's amazing it's the best he, he will be back into dinosaurs again he goes i was convinced phases. those dinosaurs were, were walking and talking i was like wow look at he's these very things. star wars at the moment now. yes boy star wars. he's uh very into Kylo Ren, he likes hmm. he likes the baddies. He always likes the baddies. So he's a big I'll... fan of Slytherin in in Harry Potter. Um, yeah, I'll look big, out for him then. He's a big fan of Kylo Ren. So he uh, he got some money from his nan and granddad for the summer, and he spent it on a Kylo Ren costume and a lightsaber. So he's been hottest, hottest day of the year, and he's dressed head to toe in black with a cape. <laughs> Uh, jumping on his trampoline with a lightsaber <laughs> i mean as long as he's having a good time he's he's loving life he's loving it <laughs> right why else are you watching um so uh i've also been watching better call saul on netflix so has it ended netflix. yet uh it's got a time of recording one episode left of this series oh um and it's do you know what? I'm is, it, sort of... is it leading into Breaking Bad? I've really, I've, I've watched the first few episodes and there, liked it. And I've never carried on. Again, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but there are some Breaking Bad bits. Yes. Yes. Well, it has to. It has to lead into that story, right? 
I sort of feel like it's slowly grinding to a halt. Oh, okay. Like that's the. I don't feel like this last series has been. The, the the first half of the series very good, and the second half of the series has felt a little bit of a slog. Like, I don't know. Not gonna it's not like, gonna la- uh, hit the landing. Nah, it's tying up all the loose ends, and I get why that's happening. But I just I don't know. It's, uh, I'm sure the last episode would be great. Those yeah, those people, those yeah. writers and the showrunner and the actors are not. No, I don't think they're gonna no. fuck that up. No, I'm sure it's gonna be great. And uh, another thing that, again, time recording hasn't finished yet is uh, that I'm really, really enjoying is Only Murders in the Building on on Disney Plus. I haven't watched this week's yet, but incredible. I read the other day that Steve Martin's not going to do anything else after this show finishes. So in my head, this show's got to go on for 10 more years. Oh, right. Okay. So he's only going to do Only Murders in the Building. He's not going to do anything else. Yeah. And once that ends, he's not going to look for any other jobs. I was really worried that you were going to say he's not going to do anything else. And that this is the last series of it because well no they're I, being green I think they've been greenlit for three and four oh good That's I think right yeah Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez I'm not going to be one of those people that doesn't include them their chemistry is amazing but yeah. those two old timers are just different class Martin oh, Shaw is insanely talented and funny and good it's yeah, just yeah. I, I could watch him in anything they're both very very good but I didn't even know I would not. Uh, High, is it High School Musical that Selena Gomez came from? No, no, I don't know. No, I don't that's know. A, that's Vanessa. That's Vanessa Hudgens. Okay, but anyway, I knew nothing of Selena Gomez before this, and I'm a little bit in love with her now. I think she's brilliant. She's Absolutely great. Absolutely brilliant. She's the glue that keeps the show together. Definitely, like definitely. Get, those two could, because that that kind of comedy could take the show off the rails. Yeah, she's the straight man that kind of keeps it all. Mm. The straight person who keeps it all together. Yeah, um, I totally agree. And I, I can't, this season, I I watched this uh, week's episode, but I can't tell you who the killer is. I, I, I don't know. No, no, me neither. It's it's that good. And each episode is just, you think you can't get any better and it, and it keeps getting better. Mm, and it does. The quality of the writing is very good. And... Gives you little hints. Like I, I like to try and figure out who the who the killer is beforehand i well I yeah it's that kind of show stuff not even on this this kind of show every time there's a thing i'll analyze a movie before it finishes to, or a tv show and say right it's that person and i'm mm. nah, not always right but i will make it you know i'll make it kind of i'm one of those annoying people that will sit there and figure out the twist before it happens yeah i can't I don't know. There's there's so many red herrings and stuff they're throwing thrown your way. So that's got how many episodes that got left now? One or two, I think. One or two, yeah. Yeah, not many. So we can talk about the ending next month. Yes. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it for me. What about you? What are you watching? Uh, TV? The one I really want to watch is a Netflix documentary called Three Episodes called Trainwreck Woodstock '99. Do you remember this? Mm, I yes. remember watching this because this is the RMTV generation year yeah. on TV and how how crazy it was and i remember it, it being like a big news story but watching the documentary i didn't realize how much of a fuck up it was mm. um and i remember at the time limb biscuit and fred durst getting a lot of shit yeah yeah uh quite quite rightly so really yeah. uh but the the organizer of the of event oh it's you should watch it so you can't think it get any worse and they can't fuck up any more 
but yeah. then they, something else happens. There's one point on the last day when everyone's there hasn't been enough water. It's been boiling hot. Uh, the sewage is everywhere. There's, there's stuff like that, and the crowd has just watched a band like tear it up, and then they decide to hand out like ten thousand lit candles. <laughs> so of. <laughs> So obviously, next thing that happens is like Armageddon. Everything's on fire. Yeah, everything's yeah. on fire. Um, and at that point, you think, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. Because mm. they were trying to show like Woodstock, the original Woodstock, isn't it? It's all about peace and love. And Yeah, um, yeah, that didn't happen. And the 99 <laughs> version. Well, you, when you're getting fans like Litton Biscuit and Corn and stuff like it's a very different feel to, you know, yeah. Jimi Hendrix, Love and Power and all that. Mm. They should have kind of known. But yeah. You should watch it. It's an incredible watch. It's very funny as well. I was going to lots of festivals around that time as well. Like, you know, that was that was my kind of time going to festivals. Obviously not Woodstock. I wasn't going to America for stuff. But, you know, I went to like, oh, what was, what was my best festival? Kind of Leeds 2000. It was, it, Leeds yeah. and Reading had twin festivals. Who headlined yeah, that one? Leeds 2000. Do you remember? Uh, Oasis did a day and Pulp and Limp wow. Biscuit. I remember Limp Biscuit because they had like Daphne and Celeste. Uh, oh, is that no, when they remember? got booed off and got free air? Oh, uh, they didn't get booed off. They got... Uh, got pelted. They got uh, bottles of piss thrown at them. <laughs> and to be fair to them, I absolutely respect them because they fought through those bottles of piss. And did did they? Least, they finished their they slot? They did like three songs and then, <laughs> before they left. <laughs> that is so a weird... Like Blink-182. Wow. And, yeah, it was, it was so good. I don't think I've been to a better festival than that Leeds Festival. That's and a good went, lineup. I went with just... my friend Pete. And we both bought, we, <laughs> we did a classic like young lads going to a festival thing where we were like, we both bought disposable barbecues for food because food at festivals costs a fortune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were like, I was like, oh, I thought you were bringing the food. And he's like, no, I thought you were bringing the food. And we were like, oh, we both brought barbecues and no food. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do? We basically ate very little that whole weekend and then went to Pizza Hut Buffet on, before we got the train home on the Monday. Genius. Absolute genius. <laughs> ate them out of house and home. We were there for like four hours eating pizza. I, I went to a festival once and we had one of those little hob cooker things that we took, like a little... And then someone nicked it on the last day. Oh, they didn't. They took, no, they took. No, they took nothing else. As a rule, just, never take anything to a festival that you don't. You're not okay with oh, throwing well, in yeah. the bin. Essentially. Well, <laughs> yes, we had. We had our. We went to a festival. This is completely off topic. We went to a festival once. We took my mum and dad's old tent that they had for like thirty years ago, and it was the size. I'm not lying. Of a house. Uh, <laughs> And it was so heavy, but you could see it from miles away. You're like, which one's your tent? You're like, you see the one that looks like a castle? <laughs> that one. <laughs> I went to a festival in Ireland, Oxi Oxygen Festival, uh, with our friend Rachel. Hmm. And I bought a massive tent because it was the cheapest tent. And it was like a 12-person tent for just the two of us. And, uh, and basically the, the, uh, the campsite was on like a hill. Hmm. And on the last day it just rained so much and we went back to our tent and our tent had started at the top of the hill and when we got back it had slid to the bottom of the hill <laughs> and we just like extracted what stuff we could got in left. the car drove to Dublin and stayed in a hotel <laughs> and that That's was a good plan we'd planned to stay in Dublin for a few days afterwards anyway so it was the, the hotel we were going to stay in but that one night in the hotel cost more than like the five days we <laughs> booked afterwards but it was the it was absolute it. best choice, and it was yeah. the best night in a hotel ever. 
because I had a warm bed and a shower. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, my, my one of the festivals, I woke up with our sleeping uh, blood bed thing floating. And that's mm. that was that was a surprise, but all worth it. Anyway, let's move on to yes. our last section. Don't know why we talked about music festivals for ages, but yeah, that's what we do. Uh, UK releases, so hit the do, do it. Oh, yeah. he, he can't yeah. remember any of this UK releases I that's coming up in the this. UK <laughs> no we don't basically Rich you thought this month was dry ho, ho, ho. Yeah. September uh, film studios what the fuck are you doing to us <laughs> right September all I've got there's a film called Bodies 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 Crimes of the Future the new David Cronenberg film <sighs> None of these are sequels, though, Dave. Don't don't worry, darling. Which is the new Olivia Wilde, Harry, what's his face, for a Lawrence Pugh film. Oh, okay, that looks that looks good. Yep, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. That's, but absolutely no sequels, Rich. Oh. <laughs> so hopefully we should check uh, online stuff. Something might pop I'm up. I'm not going to lie to you. September not a good September this year not a good month for anniversaries of sequels either oh my <laughs> guys I don't know what we're e- going to do email in your suggestions of what we can cover what do you want us to talk about in September is there anything you think hey watch this do that try this because honestly at this point we will try it yeah it might be a little out of date but maybe we should do Fisherman's Friends the Fisherman's Friends sequel uh, I, I mean I've never seen the original but that does come out on the where is it? The nineteenth of August. It's already been outreached by the time this is released. But yes, we might we might cover that. <sighs> anyway, that's it. That's I got nothing else to say. October's got one of the Halloweens we're gonna have to cover because that's yeah. October's normally good. Cause you normally get horror movies in, in, in October, don't you? So. I mean, October there has. We're not talking about October, but that's that's, that's coming better. up. Let's just get through September. Yeah, we'll get to October, and it'll be good. Well, if you've liked what you've heard in this episode, and it's been a bit rambly, not going to lie, it's been quite. August has been a pretty dry month, sequel-wise. So this roundup has been a bit, a bit rambly. Um, but if you have enjoyed it, then go back and listen to all our other episodes. There are loads of them for you to go back and listen to. There's a whole year's worth of these extra episodes. There's three series of interview episodes for you to go back and listen to. And whilst you're doing that click that little subscribe button and every time we do a new episode it'll automatically drop into your little pod shop of choice and uh, you'll be able to listen to us forever because we're going to carry on doing this until we die because you know we love it um if you want to obviously we've read out some stuff from from people giving us some comments about what we've done if you want to get read out on the next monthly roundup then get in touch with us on social media we are at unequal sequel on twitter and on instagram or you can send us an email we are unequal sequel at hotmail.com uh we also whilst you're there subscribing and tweeting us if you wouldn't mind giving us a little review five stars nice little tick nice little like nice little heart whatever it is that you can do on your pod shop then you know go for that we would love it we love you forever and yeah keep an eye out i know we've said this a few times now but by the time we come back for series four at the end of september uh we will have a patreon 
we will have a website and we'll have all these new different ways that you can interact with the podcast check us out being all professional and that great job rich well done mate (laughs) i don't even listen to what you say now anymore when i'm doing that i just completely blank out you just zone out look at other stuff you know yeah yeah i've got nothing else to add apart from thank you for people who are writing in that means a lot to us uh please write in for the future because that'd be great uh thank you for listening it's been a great month and it's i've got nothing to say rich you got anything else to say no that's it yeah so it is a good riddance from me that's not very nice well, that's the only one I could you know, <laughs> find. And it is a bye-bye from him. Bye! You guys, you get down on that dance floor and you just move like you've never danced before, okay? <laughs>